0: Well, good evening, everybody. It's Chris here from Whistle Stop Cafe in Mir Alberta. Uh, earlier today, I asked if you folks wanted to hear some more about the BS, that actually stands for bullshit, kangaroo court debacle that we're witnessing unfold uh, around these four men who are now in remand for 704 days. So uh, before I get started, I want to fill you in on something today. I had a phone call with a man who has missed almost two years of birthdays, anniversaries, memories with his kids, and he is about to miss his daughter's 16th birthday. Now, to some of you that might not mean anything, it sure as hell means something to me as a father. I spent 20 years in the oil patch here in the energy industry in Alberta, and I missed a lot of birthdays and anniversaries. I missed a lot of memories with my kids. Um, my daughters both live in Red Deer now they're both adults and doing their adult stuff. My son he's a teenager and he lives in Falair with his with his uh, mom and his stepdad and that's 7 hours away and it uh, it actually it hurts me not to be able to see my son as much as I'd like to. I can't imagine what it feels like to not be able to see your children for that long and then miss things like your daughter's 16th birthday. Now, just for some perspective here, uh, this, this has nothing to do with uh, whether or not anybody is guilty or innocent of, of anything. Uh, as of right now, the four men to which I am referring are innocent because they have not had a trial. Yes, you heard that right. These guys have been in remand, not in prison, for 704, 704 703 days. Without a trial, they've been denied bail multiple times. So, I would like to begin by addressing the dinks out there. Yeah, that's you, probably. Who are screaming at the screen, saying, Oh, those guys are guilty. They deserve to be in jail. Blah, blah, blah. First of all, who made you judge, jury, and executioner? What do you know that the court doesn't, that you're able to hand down this verdict and sentence to these men? I didn't hear any responses because you got nothing. So here's what I want to say. If you actually believe that, can we at least agree? If you think these guys are guilty of what they're accused and others think they're innocent, can we agree that it might be a good idea to get this into court? Wouldn't it be prudent to have uh, a justice administered as swiftly as possible? 704 days is way, way too long to be sitting in remand without a trial. This, as far as I know, is unprecedented. Why is it different than other things? Why is it different than people who trudge through court for five years defending themselves against charges but remain free? as because they're innocent it's different because these men acted out against the government and that is the worst crime you can commit so what the hell is going on 704 days in remand missing all these things one of the men missed he, he lost two family members while he's been in jail why is justice moving so slow Or why is injustice moving so slow? If our government is really concerned about Albertans and our rights and things like that, why is the Minister of Justice not intervening and saying, what the hell is wrong here? Why are you guys not dealing with this? So, here's some information I'm not allowed to tell you. One of the reasons, the main reasons why these men ended up in jail is because the RCMP got a search warrant to go and search some stuff. Uh, They didn't really find anything, but that allowed them to look for more things, and eventually they uncovered some lawfully owned firearms. And, of course, we know how that turned out. They spun a narrative, released the photos to the media, effectively uh, making sure the men were guilty in the court of public opinion, and this allowed the federal government to invoke the Emergency Measures Act, which allowed them to send RCMP in and trample little old ladies with horses, who were, not the horses were protesting, but the, the people were protesting. It allowed the government to put the boots to protesters. Okay. The justification for getting that search warrant has been in question this entire time. There's some serious problems with the way that evidence was gathered. And one of the reasons why this is progressing so slowly is because the Crown is doing something like, hey, you know, sorry, Judge, uh, uh, we, we don't have our shit together yet. We just need more time to get our shit together. So just let these innocent men, because they're innocent till proven guilty, let these innocent men sit in, in remand and rot until we gather some evidence. If there's evidence to arrest these men and jail them, There should be evidence to put before the court. You don't arrest people, throw them in jail, throw away the key, and then gather evidence after, do you? Do you? Or is that how it works when you speak out against the government? You just jail your political opponents and then gather evidence after the fact? That is complete and utter bullshit. And I hope that our government, I hope the UCP government, does something with this that fixes things going forward. There should be an investigation into what's going on. They should be looking in to how the Crown prosecutor is handling this matter. Now I want to remind you, we're not subjects of the Crown. The Crown is there to act as uh, uh, a representative to mediate these things when there's an issue between the people and the government. They're not supposed to be an arm of the government that punishes people with the process on behalf of the government. And that's what's going on right now. The Crown Prosecutor, the Prosecution Service, doesn't have enough evidence to go to trial yet. So they keep on putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And another thing I'll remind you of, these judges and lawyers are saying things like, oh, sorry, you know, uh, our schedule doesn't allow for us to go on that date because we're on vacation. Or we're not going to deal with this until we're done with our vacation because we don't want to think about it during our vacation. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? People can sit in jail while lawyers are all polite and talk about how this can not possibly interfere with their vacation. This is disgusting. How the, the the judicial system operates in this province and this country. It's disgusting. But on the on the other side of the of, of the cell block, there's somebody who is a rapist or a killer or whatever, and they get processed within a few days and they get kicked back out on the street on bail. But they didn't speak out against the government. This is absolutely wrong. It appears, at least to me, that the Crown doesn't have enough evidence to convict these guys. So what do they do? For their pal, Mr. Justin Trudeau? For their buddies in the Liberal government that appoint them to their positions? They punish the men with the process. Did you know that the Prime Minister actually said when these guys were arrested, he said that these men should never see the light of day or something like that. You know that? So the Crown Prosecution, the Prosecution Service, and the court is making sure these men are punished with the process. Now, you know what? If they, have, if they did what they are accused of doing, let's get it into court. Let the court decide. What's the holdup? If they're so sure that these men did this and they deserve to be in jail and they can't have bail, then surely they should be able to get a conviction, at trial... So why haven't they done it yet? I would guess that they got shit. The search warrant in the the initial search warrant is shady as all hell. Everything else was based on that, including invoking the Emergency Measures Act. You know what this means for Canadians? This means that the government can sacrifice the lives of people that, to be fair maybe said stupid things in order to protect a government that doesn't give a shit about the rights of its citizens. And I'm not talking about these four men in coots anymore. I'm talking about the rights of 40 million Canadians that the liberal government stomped on to make their globalist bum buddies happy. Do you remember our prime minister saying, you know what, Canadians have choices, but don't... Don't for one second think that an unvaccinated person can sit on a plane or a train or a bus beside a vaccinated person. You remember that? They stomped on your rights. They stomped on my rights. And they think they can just get away with it. They think they can just do these things because, oh, what, they can weaponize the Crown prosecution? They can weaponize the courts that they appoint in order to keep us as subjects, keep us fearful? Well, newsflash, some of us are not scared of that anymore. Some of us don't really give a shit if a corrupt judiciary wants to try and silence the truth in order to protect their government friends. We don't give a shit about that anymore. And you shouldn't either. You should start asking questions. You should start hammering the Minister of Justice's office with questions like, why are you allowing this to happen? Why are you allowing innocent men to stay in jail without a trial and i say innocent because they haven't been proven guilty yet remember that little tenet of law in this country why is this happening and who is it happening for there are so many questions that need answers i asked the premier once on a different subject why aren't you doing something about this And I kind of knew the answer, but I wanted to hear it from from her. Now, I'll tell you what I know. Our MLAs and our Premier, who is an MLA, their job is to make laws. They are legislators, period. That's it. Their job is to make law on our behalf, to our benefit, to the benefit of society, in order to keep society uh, lawful and in order. That's their job. They are not governors, they cannot release prisoners with the stroke of a pen, they can't pardon people, they can make laws. So, it goes to say, if you want to right some of these wrongs, how do you do that as a legislator? You make law, right? So I asked the Premier at one point, why are you allowing this bullshit to continue, and why are you allowing... um, Why haven't you done anything protecting the rights of unvaccinated people? Why haven't you uh, stopped this BS Vax propaganda that's harming people? And her response was, we need to change the law to do that. Now she's saying that as a legislator, as a person who has the capacity and the power and the mandate to make laws on her behalf. She said we need to change the law. And we will. So, if we're witnessing men held as political prisoners because they're still innocent remember and we want to fix this and we're going to engage our legislators to to have solutions for this what should we be asking them to do their job they need to change some laws do you know what's really unfortunate here some of the laws that need to be changed or federal. How do we change federal law? Well, we elect MPs that go to parliament and they they, they use uh, uh, their voices to represent our wishes, right? And then we debate and then we get laws changed to our benefit. Wrong. Sorry. If Alberta, BC and Saskatchewan all went to parliament tomorrow and every one of them in unison said, we need to reform uh, how this stuff goes on in court. We need to fix this problem because there's men that have been in jail for seven or three days and uh, that's not right. We need to make some laws. They'll get shut down immediately because their liberal buddies, pardon me, oh, maybe they are their other buddies, their liberal uh, colleagues and their NDP friends will simply outvote them and our voices will never be heard. This is a problem. This is exactly why Alberta needs to stand up and get out from under the boot of the federal government. Let's Ignore that conversation for now, even though it's the solution to most, if not all, of our problems in this province. Let's talk about something else for a second. Do any of you know my friend, Jordan Peterson? Oh, yeah, you do know him. Well, you know what? I've never met the man, but I'll say he's my friend because I sure as hell uh, would like to be friends with somebody who stands up for himself and others the way Jordan Peterson does. Do you know what happened to Jordan Peterson lately? Jordan Peterson lost his appeal in Ontario. The College of uh uh psychiatry or whatever in Ontario won in court saying that Jordan Peterson has to take what's the word? brainwashing, mind changing? No, there's a name. George Orwell's 1984 uh what's the name of it? Somebody put it in the comments. Anyway, Jordan Peterson has to attend uh, training to retrain himself on how to think. Jordan Peterson, one of the greatest minds of our time, published hundreds of papers on psychiatry, changed the world as we know it in that field of medicine, is being mandated by his college to take retraining. To fix the way he thinks. Do you understand the implications of that? How do we fix that? Who is the College of Physicians and Surgeons or the College of Dentistry or the College of Psychiatry? They're a group of people representing their profession who are given power under legislation made by legislators to our benefit, supposedly, who can um, govern their profession. So the College of Psychiatry only exists because of legislation. A piece of legislation says, the law says, they can regulate their profession. How do we fix that? If we want to fix what happened over the last four years with the College of Physicians and Surgeons silencing doctors, how do we fix it? It's going to be done by legislation. It's going to be done by our legislators because that's their damn job. And the Premier herself has told me that she wants to fix these things. And the way they're going to get fixed is by changing the law, which she will do. I suggest we hold her to that. I suggest we give her the support she needs to do that. We attend every town hall we can. We do everything we can to spread this message and, this, and, and educate Albertans as to what's going on and why we need to fix these things. And we support the legislators who are trying to make the changes. There is this ridiculous, lunatic, bullshit idea out there that I've heard from a, a number of people that all of the politicians are bad. All of the government is bad. Everybody's bad. We need to get rid of everybody. Bullshit. Those are the people that are going to make law to fix what's wrong today and yesterday and prevent these things from happening again tomorrow. We need them to make laws to fix these things. Now, you might be asking, well, what law could possibly be made to fix the problem with the College of Physicians and Surgeons? Well, if a piece of legislation can say that one governing body can govern the profession, why can't legislation say there can be two governing bodies that govern the profession and those... Professionals can choose which governing body they work under. Their job is simply to protect us from them. The College of Physicians and Surgeons is there to make sure that doctors amputate the right leg, they're not pedophiles, and they're following proper code of conduct for the profession. That's a good thing. We need that. But why would we ever consider having only one? Let me explain something. The law says a doctor has to uh, be uh, within the college and has to follow their rules to be a doctor. Now you can be a doctor without being part of the college, but you can't practice. And if you can't practice, you can't earn any money. You cannot charge anybody for for a services of a physician without being uh, licensed through the college. That's a pretty big carrot. So. If the college doesn't like what you're doing, they simply say, we're going to take away your money. We're not going to let you earn a living. We're not going to let you be a part of this profession. That's bullshit. That is absolute bullshit, especially considering that when these doctors try and fight for their own rights, like Jordan Peterson did, they're shut down immediately because the court says, "Ah, we're going to defer to the college because it's their peers and whatever. They just govern this anyway. So screw your rights. Screw your freedom of expression, Mr. Peterson. Uh, You just have to bow to this college of of psychiatry. Screw that, we should have two. And if one is treating doctors like this and saying, you're not allowed to discuss other treatment options with your patients, you're not allowed to uh, discuss matters of health, you're only allowed to push pharmaceuticals and only these ones, only made by these people because they give us money. That doctor could simply say, I'm not gonna be part of this corrupt organization. I'm not gonna allow these people to hold my income over my head because I don't subscribe to all their beliefs. I'm going to go and be a part of this other college. One piece of legislation could do that. I thought this whole time, oh, got to, we have to dissolve the College of Physicians and Surgeons. Well, we do need them in some respects, but we need there to be some competition. We need there to be some balance. You want to end the corruption that we see in all of these institutions, the Crown Prosecutors, the College of Physicians and Surgeons, the College of Psychiatry, All of these tyrannical organizations that can be weaponized by big money and lobbying, not to our benefit, have more than one. What would be the problem with that? Why is it ever a problem to have a choice? We're not all going to agree on everything. And the whole premise of this country is that we're free to believe what we want to believe. And we're free no matter what we believe. Why isn't it the same with doctors? A lot of really crazy things are going on right now, folks. And if we don't step up and we don't start engaging with legislators who can fix the laws or make laws to fix these problems, we're gonna be in a world of hurt. Anybody that tells you, oh, your vote doesn't matter, oh, it's no point in talking to politicians, there's no point in going to CA meetings, there's no point in going to AGMs and making party policy. They're full of shit, and they're wrong, and they're leading you down a very, very, very dangerous path, because if not for participating in the democracy that we have, what then? What then, seriously? As far as I see it, we use the system we have peacefully, or we operate outside of the system not peacefully, that is a very, very bad option even speaking about standing up for your rights and not backing down from tyranny in this country, if you say, if I'm standing up for my rights and men with guns come to me to take my rights away, I'm not backing down, you will go to jail and be accused of conspiring to murder police officers. We must engage in democracy. If we don't, we're going to lose it. Ah, P.S. The left is now attacking uh, the Tucker Carlson event in Edmonton, for which I still have tickets. I've got a bunch of tickets left. And I'm really kind of friggin' nervous about this because, well, I couldn't afford to buy the tickets, but I did anyway because it was supposed to be a good business thing, uh, but I haven't sold them. Please buy a ticket www.whistlestoptruckstop.ca No, it's not a grift. Shut your stupid mouth. That's not a grift. I'm literally offering a product for sale as a business venture. Give your head a shake, dink. Please buy a ticket. It's going to be awesome. But the left has now launched an attack. They are saying that this event, our right to gather in peaceful assembly for political purposes or otherwise, threatens their lives. No, it doesn't. Do you know what threatens lives? Silencing people and shitting on democracy because you don't agree with what the other people say. You want to hold a Communist Party of Alberta meeting? Fill your boots. You're free to do so. I'll hold a bigger meeting and bring more people when it comes election time. I'll guarantee you that. They're trying to shut this event down. They're trying to shut it down because they don't like what is going to be said? If we allow these things to happen, huh, I don't want to ruin the ending. But you should read 1984. It's almost like George Orwell was a prophet. Anyhow, it's now uh, I don't know 9:51. It's well past my bedtime because I have to get up at the crack of 5 a.m. and get my butt to the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mere Alberta so I can make you some cinnamon buns. Because while the world is falling apart around us, while the woke left mob is attacking conservative views, attacking responsible policy, and trying to cancel those who want to take back control of our lives, while all that's happening, I'm going to make cinnamon buns. I'm going to go cook breakfast. I'll pour some coffees. I'm going to run my restaurant. So, I hope that while I'm doing that, some of you can maybe share some of this stuff out so we can get more people involved. It's a pretty important thing. Good night, folks. Have a great night. And uh, while you're sleeping comfortably in your bed, uh, if you're lucky enough to be snuggled up to a, a nice sleeping partner who loves you, I want you to think about something. There are men who are accused of a crime, been in jail, alone, without their families or their loved ones, Or the sweet touch of their lady friends for over 700 days, and they've had no trial, and they've been refused bail. Just remember that while you're sleeping comfortably.